0: Welcome in for another episode of Vol Club Confidential, episode four of season two. Tonight we'll have McAllen Castles on the show. The Tennessee tight end who transferred from UC Davis this offseason is loving his time on Rocky Top and we'll dive into all of that ahead. But let's bring in James and James, new this year is, we talked about this last week, a new tailgate spot uh, as part of the Vol Network, something you all are proud of. Uh, sponsor with this year yeah so
1: uh, yeah a couple months ago we're now a proud partner of the of the vol network so that's it's a great step for us just in terms of some brand recognition and then being inside the stadium on some signage and then you know our new tailgate location which will be right outside of mcclung tower on the side of of the library so much bigger footprint allows
0: us to expand there um, it should be awesome. When you look at um, – you, you talk about being able to have that signage inside the Nealon Stadium, being able to be on the Jumbotron, being able to do all those things. How, how big is that? I, I think it's just like how do we get the volunteer
1: club to be a name that people recognize? And do they and it immediately associate it with NIL and the fact that the things that we're doing with players. So I think it's as much as anything, you know, with what we're doing with WAT, the Vault Network, you know, some other things that we're doing, it's just getting that name – for people to be able to recognize when they say ball club, hey, that's in at Tennessee.
0: Of course, coming up this weekend is the Florida game, which also means that you got the big, you know, the big, the big deal over here at Neyland Stadium on the the party deck. You know, for for Vol club members to be able to watch the Tennessee Florida game at Neyland Stadium on the jumbotron, um, which is a such a unique event if you're not able to make it to the swamp. Yeah, so it should be an awesome time under the lights.
1: Got Gus's Fried Chicken doing the food. And so it should be a really cool experience. Hopefully, maybe not the first, no, maybe not the last time we do something like this. And so gotta, gotta give our hats off to Tennessee for, for letting us do this and, and take that chance.
0: Yeah, yeah Tennessee doing, you know, bend it over backwards, making things accessible. And the Exterior Home Solutions is not at Neeland, which is again, catered by Gus's Fried Chicken big deal huge deal yep tennessee's been great um i think they understand the importance of
1: nil and you know we're as as best we can you know having to be you know third party removed from the university we work together in lockstep on a lot of things
0: all right now let's bring in the guest for tonight that being tight end McAllen castles you've been on uh, campus for, you know, about half the year now. Um, Let's take it back to when you were, you know, trying to decide on where to come to, you know, when you decided to leave UC Davis. Why Tennessee?
2: Um, Well – I had a couple other offers from the SEC, but I wanted to go somewhere where I was going to win and like the high-powered mm-hmm. offense, because I kind of gotten stuck in a blocking role at Davis, and I wanted to show off that I had some of that athleticism in the past game. So it's like, if you want to go somewhere where you're going like, to catch the ball and also get a show that you're going to block, like, Tennessee is a no-brainer, because it's such an explosive offense, and the, the way they used Princeton last year is kind of like a good inspiration to why I wanted to come here.
0: You had a lot of uh, people behind the scenes, though, saying, you know, if you had went out last year, you would have gotten drafted anyway, so. So why not go that route versus staying in college? Why why wanna go one more year and do it, you know, in the SEC?
2: Um yeah, I mean it it kinda came down to I got injured in our last game and didn't really wanna like half like half do all the training and stuff for the draft and so it kinda my dad was like, Maybe you should stay another year and go to a bigger school and just show people that you can play against the higher level and it's kind of like it's like I want to go somewhere I'm gonna win and play the best like level, but it's also like a, a money decision where it's like if I play good at the top level, then you're only improving how people view you and at the next level.
0: Since you've gotten here, you know everybody talks about you know your ability to catch the ball and and to you know spread out, but you know getting down there and you know putting your hand in the dirt and you know kind of being that guy that you know can help you know the offensive line a little bit. Do you feel like that's come natural to you, or do you feel like that's something that Coach Abe, being an old offensive lineman himself, has been able to help you with?
2: Uh, I think, like, they had me do it at Davis without, like, the coaching, so I had, like, the want to do it. Like, I've always been willing to get in there and block, but I didn't really have a whole lot of technique. And so since I've had Abe's, like, I feel like my footwork and my hands have gotten – so much easier so it's kind of like now that i have the technique it's gotten drastically easier to make those blocks and plus i've put on 20 pounds since i got here and gotten a whole lot stronger so it's just all combinations of that has made it like a a easier task for me to do
0: so when you know your family sees you and you put on 20 pounds did they notice the 20 pounds like did they go you look different.
2: Oh yeah, my uh my older brother he saw me and he he was like I got to start working out again cuz he has he's been out of football for a little bit. So he was like He's like, Oh man, I'm getting tiny and then my dad loves it. My mom goes, Oh my goodness, you're gonna have to get a whole new closet, which is I basically have had to do. Like I've given all my, my brother my old stuff now.
0: <laughs> what what has specifically the, the strength staff done to put that twenty pounds on you? Like is there something that specifically they've been working on to get you to do that? And is that is that also adding in going to the lot like, to the nutrition table and you know, they got those peanut butter milkshakes oh, yeah. and all that stuff in there the,
2: the high calorie shakes are definitely a, a big help after every workout and the nutrition it's i mean the smoky's dining hall is some of the best food i've had ever so it's it's super easy to eat and put on weight but then like with coach Schmidt and all them they just they do all that extra stuff after the lift where it's like they put me in body like body mass to get just bigger up top and wider and that i think that's why i put on the weight so good without like kind of like losing any athleticism
0: in the spring obviously you're adapting to your new team you're adapting to your new teammates as we've you know gotten into the season you know you had a really nice catch in in Nashville uh you know the first game of the year what I guess how comfortable are you right now oh I'm
2: I'm super comfortable I mean I think right now it's kind of I'm just I think it's a good thing to play like Virginia and stuff and just kind of work my way into the SEC teams. I think it's more of like, I am just want to feel out how the opponents are going to play now, but in the offense as a general, I think I've gotten way more comfortable, and that's like a, a testament to like David Weeks, our assistant Titans coach. He put in so much time with me in the spring and the summer where I was getting in the formations and working the tempo just to know my like alignment assignment. So it's kind of coming a lot more natural now that I've been in it longer.
0: All right, your nickname's Cali. You know, and that, that kind of works twofold because your name's McAllen, and then you're also from California. So um, you know, is that something you've always been called? I mean, it, w- w- or did you get that here? Uh,
2: no, my mom's called me that since I was three. So I was born in South Lake Tahoe when we moved sure. to Colorado and people have always had trouble saying my full name. So my mom kind of started calling me Cali and I've kind of picked it up in grade school. And it's just kind of been like that since, cause it's just easier in a sports mm-hmm. setting instead of having say McAllen, you can just go Cali real
0: quick. Now, one of your old, uh, coaches at UC Davis was Paul Shelton. Who is the head coach at South Doyle High School here in Knoxville? He he was, you know, wet bearded as the OC, went to UC Davis, coached college ball for a couple of years, and then came back as the head coach at South Doyle. When Tennessee was becoming a realistic option for you, did you pick up the phone and call him and go, tell me about it?
2: Um, so he's told me about Knoxville before. Like we've always talked about the games and stuff when I was at Davis and he was there too. And then he, so originally, when I was talking to him when I was in the transfer portal, he had been talking to our other old tight ends coach from Davis who's at uh, University of Washington and saying, hey, they might be interested in you. And I got offered by Tennessee and I didn't tell him because I didn't want him to like feel like the pressure to kind of g- try to get me to go here. And then when I, I only told him after I committed and he was super excited, but he, everybody thinks that he had some kind of hand in it, but he's, he told me about it. So I've known about Knoxville, but he was a, he was totally in the dark when I committed. so.
0: What do you like about that tight ends room? I mean, there's some older guys. Abe's really not that much, you know, older than <laughs> you guys. I mean, like I'm pretty sure Jacob is about the same age, um, you know. And then you've got a couple of young guys in there too. What what is it you like about that? particular room
2: Uh, i think it's just we all mesh together well like we're all kind of i mean we're all really good friends we all do stuff outside of football together where we're playing board games or going to the movies so it's kind of we already have that friendship and so that trust where it's you know that everybody's going to do their job and if somebody's coaching up on something then you probably should fix it and that's i mean that's where i think the young guys kind of get into it where it's manual and Uh, Ethan are like if you say something to them they're super responsive to it because they know that me and Jake have been like in football for however many years now so it's like they know that that we have a little bit of wisdom and they're just super eager to learn.
0: You were so excited that day when when you committed I remember you know I got on the zoom with you and you know you were just you were pumped man like you know when you get the opportunity to go from a UC Davis and you started your career at the P5 level and then had to go to UC Davis but when you're able to get back to the Power Five level and do it in the SEC, like, you know, what was that excitement like level down deep? Because you're coming to a place you really don't know yet. Yeah. You, you you committed sight unseen. You had not been here when you picked here. And Now, hey, listen, that worked out well for Cedric Tillman. He signed with this school and never had seen seen the place. So um, obviously he had a lot of success. But kind of take me through the excitement level there. Um,
2: I mean, I was just I was grateful. Like when I entered the transfer portal, I was like, oh, I'm like maybe I'll get some Pac-12 offers again. And then when I got offered by Tennessee, I kind of was like, oh, this is like real deal. Like these guys think I can play football, and so it's, I was just super excited. And Coach Halsey calls me and he goes he's like oh i'm coming out like we're gonna talk about the offense and stuff and when he got there i'd already talked to my parents and stuff and we we're weird i'd been like i think i'm just gonna go to tennessee like we watched all the film and i was like i think this is just the, the right move for me the offense i want to be in and so he came out there and i just i i was like i'm gonna just cut to the chase like you don't have to recruit me like i'm already gonna sign like I just didn't want to. I didn't want to do like all the visits and stuff. I had already kind of gone through that process a couple of times, so I just wanted to go somewhere where I wanted to play in the offense, and it seemed like this was the best opportunity for me.
0: At that point, is that when you like just get on get on the computer or phone and start googling? And I, Tell me like what you know, what what's it you know in in Knoxville? What's in Tennessee? I, like I kind of just looked up the
2: campus, and I was like, well, that's really cool. It's huge compared to UC Davis, where you can bike everywhere. <laughs> and then uh, I just was you know we started watching football highlights and you look at the entrance into Neyland and stuff running through the T and you go who wouldn't want to do that that's like one of the craziest things in college football
0: Yeah, you get to the first game and you look around and there's you know 65,000 Tennessee fans in a 68,000 feet their seat stadium what's what's going through your mind did you kind of just look around and go you know this is different
2: I was uh I mean that's most people I've ever played in front of so it's I was trying not to throw up most of the day I was a little nervous I'm not gonna lie but after the first drive I kind of was like oh kind of breathing into it but it's it's still crazy and especially like we were talking about the heat earlier and how hot it was and just the fact that everybody still stayed through the game just to see it to the end is just shows how much the fans love it here and it's a completely different experience to like the west coast kind of football fans
0: yeah, We've had a few of those California guys out here on Volco Confidential, Brew McCoy and a few others. What do you miss most about California?
2: Uh, California? Uh, probably sushi, just because it's a little bit fresher than here since it's inland. Sure, but, I get uh, it. But, I mean, I love it here. It's Everything's a lot more affordable. Kind of like Colorado. And it's super green, and I, I just think it's great. And everybody out here is significantly nicer for some reason, I think.
0: <laughs> so when when you got here what were some of the things you loved most about Knoxville that you kind of learned early on
2: well I've never been to Publix before I got here and the the pub sub is probably one of the greatest sandwiches I've ever had I love it I think I ate there five days in a row one week when I first got here because it's just so good (laughs) the chicken tender sandwich that's it's my favorite thing and it doesn't get old huh no not at all even my my girlfriend loves it my mom and dad have tried it too so they're like oh, we see why you gained all that weight so fast <laughs> what
0: what have they grown to like about knoxville
2: um i think my parents just love it because it's every they they actually moved out here so they they're renting down uh south knoxville just south the over in there um I mean, they're literally, like, every neighbor that they have comes up and goes has greeted them, and then they talk about football, and they all love it. And it's just, I think it's, like, the community around it is insane. Like, the fan base here is unmatched.
0: You're the baby in the family?
2: I am the baby. One older brother. <laughs>
0: <laughs> Where's he at now? He, uh,
2: he works, he's in Utah. He works, uh, I think, TSA agent now. He just got a new job so he he played a little bit of nai football and decided it wasn't for him so now he's just doing his thing out there yeah
0: much tougher than McAllen, a tsa agent (laughs) yeah don't encounter him at the utah airport um your parents to come in town and you see that from time to time where you know parents especially if they're far away and you know they can get here and and feasibly do it for such a short run i mean you're here for just a matter of months So. so like you know are you just kind of soaking all this up, like every little bit of it? Oh,
2: I love it. I don't think I've stopped smiling since I've been here. Like, I I think it's awesome. It's like the pinnacle of college football for me. I've been to two different schools, and this is the best experience. This is the most welcome i felt at any school right away. I mean, literally, I was there for the Orange Bowl prep week. I wasn't even practicing because I was hurt, but I still was hanging out with the guys, and I, it was just so much fun. I loved it.
0: What's that culture like? Everybody talks about it. But they talk about culture at every school. Mm-hmm it does feel like it's a little more real here I hate I mean not to say it's not real at other places because it is but I mean like it just feels like there's a tight-knit bond I mean for you to say you were here for a week and you felt connected to a group that had played you know 11 or 12 games together at that point like you know can you take me through why you think the culture is the way it is.
2: I think it's uh, the way it is is cuz the coach hype obviously instills it and he's embodies it with how he's always really always says he says hello to my mom, my girlfriend, my dad every time he sees them, remembers their names. And it's just it's I think it's just everybody wants to be friends with each other and then it's like when you're on the field full full on competition, offense versus defense all training camp, but then once you get in the locker room, everybody's just friends with each other and it's I think that's just, it shows like the whole coaching staff, everybody cares about everybody, and you want to see full success for the entire program. It's not, nobody ever is like, it's all about me. It's all about the team, and everybody just wants to win.
0: All right. So you got Keenan. You know, we've had him on a ball Club Confidential. He is married. So, like, you know, he's hanging out with his wife in his free time. Not that he doesn't hang out with teammates, but because he, he does, but, you know, still hanging out with the wife a lot. You've got the girlfriend. Is this where you spend most of your downtime, or are there teammates where you're like, so-and-so and i are really tight we spend a lot of time together
2: uh me and jacob hang out me jacob and hunter salmon we uh we hang just out it's a tight end thing yeah we hang out a lot together i mean i also hang out with like michael bittner and parker ball so it's, it's sometimes my girlfriend goes are you gonna hang out with <laughs> because <I, laughs> sometimes i spend more time with them than i do with her but uh it's just fun to hang out with those guys and that just shows you
0: don't make the girlfriend mad it's true <laughs> do not make the girlfriend mad Where's the best date night here in Knoxville for?
2: You? Uh, she likes Calhoun's on the river to sit on the deck because she likes to be outside.
0: She, she likes to sit outside. That's a big yeah. thing. Sitting outside, being part of the atmosphere. Yeah. You know, I understand that. What uh, I guess you know when you look at this team in this season, what do you like about this year's group?
2: I think it's you have a lot of guys with experience returning that wanna win and wanna step up, take that next step from what they did last year. And then you have a lot of unproven guys like young guys like Aaron Carter that show up and wanna make a statement right away and like also Joe is he's slightly unproven. Like he's only had a few sample size and that dude wants to show everybody that he's the real deal. And I think that's just it's caused everybody to try to one up each other and like just keep pushing to get better and you just hold it to a completely higher standard.
0: Can you tell, like, I, I've said for the last couple of months, like, you know, I said SCMD days, everybody kept coming up to Joe and asking him how far he can throw a wrench and how far he can throw an orange and all this stuff. And, like, I think like, he, he's nice about it, but I think he's like, guys, that's because I can throw it 95 yards doesn't mean that's all I want to do. Sure. Like, I mean, you look back at the Virginia game and I thought some of his most impressive plays were plays that he hadn't really shown he could make, which were, you know, the 12-yard hitch route and know, the, checking it out of the backfield on the, for the, on the fourth and yep. five for the touchdown. Like those were throws that you know well, a year ago he impels the guy because he throws it so yeah. hard. It's like a rookie of the year where the kid throws. Yeah. You know, and uh, it it feels like he's improved a ton. Do you can you sense that where he's kind of like you know like I'm tired of talking being known yeah. as the guy that can throw it a million yards.
2: I think he's he's definitely because obviously he's like improved as a leader, but he's also you can tell he's put a lot of work into himself this off season footwork wise and just. I mean, I think he's gotten significant really faster because I started off having to run with him in the mat drills in the winter and, and we're getting close and then towards the end of it I'm not even near him but uh and I think the touch balls have definitely gone a lot better because you know you you get here and I was like oh my goodness I think my hands are going to fall off if I catch a ball from this guy <laughs> and now it's like I mean even on the little screen to me he touched up perfect perfect place I didn't even have to move catch and run so he's gone. so you better. could
0: tell a difference in the velocity from yeah. when you got here to now on passes like that yeah He's definitely he touches it up a lot
2: better. I think he's gotten a lot better feel for like how much he needs to put on it, depending on how close the defense is, the wide receiver, and all that.
0: Do do you guys, as pass catchers, whether it be the tight ends or receivers, do you all talk to him about that? By like that, you've gotten so much better in that area. Do you ever? I mean, does anyone ever say like, man, you've really worked on that and it's really? I I just thank
2: him for not breaking any of my fingers. So, you know, (laughs) but it's I think you can tell like it's just everybody you early on in the summer when we we're doing routes on air, you catch a couple and you're like, oh, smoke off the hands. Then he kind of, I think he just had realized, oh my goodness, like I can touch it up a little bit more and these guys will be all right. And <laughs> showed a little bit of mercy on my fingers. So it's all good.
0: <laughs> so when you hang out with Jacob, what's that like? Because, you know, he's been here really his whole life because he's a Knoxville native. And here you're coming in for just this quick run through town um not to say that you know you won't spend the rest of your life yeah. here you know after football is over because you've enjoyed it so yeah. much uh
2: i mean i refer to jacob as the mayor of Knoxville cuz every time we go somewhere <laughs> he knows at least 50 people there they're they're like oh my goodness jacob and he goes oh i knew that guy from 7th grade peewee football and i'm like oh my goodness. but it's it's nice cuz it's kind of like I'm not a super outgoing person, so he kind of forced me to go do stuff with him that I wouldn't normally do, and so I've experienced a lot more out here than I probably would have if I was just doing it by myself kind of deal. So it's it's super nice to have him as a good friend of mine, and he's, like, showed me a lot of different experiences out here.
0: He's not an outgoing person, but yet he's grinning from ear to ear and has done so, as you said, since you arrived. But, I mean, this, this, we started this interview. You just keep grinning. I mean, like, you just seem like you're just – At a good spot in life. Yeah,
2: it's. I mean, this place. It's hard to find any negatives. Like, it's just so much fun. Football is competitive, and it's every day I wake up and I'm looking forward to going to practice and getting better. So it's. I think that's just another show of like the culture that we have here. Is like it's a fun environment that you want to be in.
0: If there was a spot on campus where you could just go and just get five minutes peace, where is it? Five minutes of peace. Oh,
2: middle of the day, probably the team meeting room in uh the athletic center just because yeah. nobody's in there and it's nice and cold uh f- i don't go around campus too often just because all my classes are online because i'm in the grad program but i heard the hills cool but it looks like a lot of walking and i get pretty sweaty with how hot it is out here so i might have to go there on like in the winter maybe
0: <laughs> you'll be gone by the time we get to winter <laughs> the uh i was gonna say you didn't do a lot of walking around campus because you know, don't want to make the girlfriend mad you're making her yeah, mad hanging no. out with hunter salmon of those guys yeah.
2: Uh, that's, I'm, no girls around me. You know,
0: How long have we been dating this girl?
2: Uh, we've been dating over two years. Uh oh. Yeah, we we met at Davis. She played soccer at Davis. She just graduated this last year, right after in the spring. So she's she's actually got a job out here. She's a medical scribe. So it's cool. She's so she's a little bit busy. So she doesn't mind when I'm gone at football all day. J-
0: Jacob's been dating a girl for a while. So every time I see him, like, "You bought the ring yet?" And he just grins. He's like, "Not yet. Not yet." <laughs> Yeah, you know, those are always my most fun. Like oh, when you yeah. know a guy's got a girl, like um uh, uh Chase Dolander on the baseball team, he came through with his girlfriend last summer or last uh last last fall and uh I said, Man, Dolander, every time you walk through here you've got a different girl and I was just playing and he goes, Tell her you're joking, tell her you're joking, tell her you're joking <laughs> and I'm like, up, I'm joking. Yeah. <laughs> it was her face oh, was yeah. classic though. Um What's your goal? I mean, obviously NFL, yes. But like, if football didn't work out, what are you wanting to do?
2: Uh, I mean, I, that's like it's a hard question because like right now it's all in on football. But I mean, I think I would still stay in the space around football because I love I love the training aspect. I don't know if I would go into coaching because I've seen how much time commitment I'm. I'm definitely <laughs> yeah. more like one of those guys where it's like if I'm not the one working out, then I'm not. I don't know if I want to put that much effort into it, but I definitely would like like to be around like the strength and conditioning aspect of it i love working out i love those guys in that room and so like anything around
1: that
0: what do you feel like your game has the, the biggest chance to grow like it like is there when you look at it like from a thousand feet above can you look at it and realistically go okay i'm really good in this area i need work in this area
2: yeah i definitely i think it's just sustaining those blocks because it's like i've played an offense where it's RPO quick hitter where it's you only got to be where now it's like I, I got to insert and then I got to stay on that linebacker for three seconds. So just sustaining blocks and just I think I got to play a lot lower because I was in the FCS and I was a lot bigger than a lot of the guys I was sure. going against. And now I'm playing against some some pretty du- big dudes that are pretty developed. So I think just like getting in like more prepared to take impacts and stuff.
0: All right, let's hit some quick hitters here. Batman, Superman, Spider-Man. Who and Why? He could oh, be
2: one i think spider-man just because he's a little bit more lighthearted and that's i think that's more my pace friendly neighborhood instead of i, I think arkham city is a little dangerous for me and superman i i don't know if i would want my weakness to be a green rock that's just a little
0: <laughs> he's thought about this way too much <laughs> everybody says spider-man it's wild i mean like it's wild how many people say spider-man when i ask that question jordan or lebron
2: Oh, I'm Jordan. I'm like an old school guy. Yes, thank God.
0: We finally reached our – We I think if we had Jacob out here, he would probably say Jordan too. Have you all yeah, had this discussion? I
2: think so. Because it's, it's always the young
0: guys are like, oh, LeBron. LeBron. I'm,
2: I'm like, oh, I just – you know, the defense was different back in the day. That's all I got to say, man.
0: Did you grow up being a fan of any particular team in the NBA?
2: Um, so, we – growing up, we were like Nuggets fans because we lived in Colorado. And that was right towards kind of like the end of like Carmelo and Chauncey. Billings so you're living life there. right now. So NBA watch champs them win. And then we move back. T- so we support the Kings and nice to see them in the playoffs. Yeah. Too.
0: They had a nice run this so. past year. It's good to see them back. Yeah. You know, I like when it's a little cyclical. I mean, everybody has the goats and downs yeah. and, you know, I mean, everybody hated the Patriots for all those years with Brady and they've kind of taken a turn and years from now, they'll come back up and people will be like, Oh, I'm glad to see them back. Yeah. You know, um, not everybody, but some, um, Favorite MLB team?
2: MLB, the Royals, everything else, Kansas City. My dad's from Overland Park, Kansas City, so we're we're forced to be Chiefs and Royals fans growing up.
0: Well, again, Chiefs, you're rolling it right now. You got the Super Bowl champs, the NBA champs. You're not gonna have the MLB <laughs> champs because the, the Royals are bad. They won't
2: pay nobody. They <laughs> they get good for a year every like six years and then they don't pay anybody and everybody takes the players.
0: <laughs> Disneyland, Disney World.
2: I've never been to Disney World, so I have to pick Disneyland just because I've actually been there. But I heard Disney World's pretty cool.
0: Favorite part about Disneyland?
2: Disneyland Space Mountain because I'm terrified of roller coasters. But it's the Space Mountain's in the dark, I can do it because I can't see how high up I am.
0: <laughs> this guy. Are you? So you're terrified of roller coasters. What else? What else? What else is a fear of yours? Uh,
2: don't like heights. Um, I've gotten better about flying. I don't like turbulence on planes though. That's all. You'll see me go. Grab onto stuff and act like like I can actually stop the plane from shaking. <laughs> not a big, I'm not a big reptile guy either. My girlfriend's family they have a snake and they forced me to hold it and might have been one of the worst experiences of my life. It's just too scaly and I'm they creep me
0: out. See for me it's insects, man. I'd rather be in a room a room with a live tiger than you know yeah. be in a room with a bunch of like creepy crawlies. Yeah. Like that does nothing for me. Um, favorite meal on a cheat day for a workout warrior like you
2: oh favorite meal i mean is
0: it something that a family member makes is it your mom your grandma is it you know it's
2: my dad does kansas city style ribs for special
0: occasions
2: and he'll do that with like jalapeno poppers homemade and those are that's probably my favorite meal it's good stuff
0: is that something you asked for so if you're telling me right now if he called and said hey i'll do something for you for for the home game this weekend,
2: yeah, because it, he's it's a three day whole thing that he uh-huh. plans out, and he's got yeah. So you gotta give him like pretty good time in advance because he'll make probably five hundred jalapeno poppers by hand and stuff for him because they go that quick.
0: I flip it back to Paul Shet. will you try to go watch the South Dole game this year, I did. I already went. You I already went went. And
2: watched them play week two. I forgot who they played, but they played Heritage. They, yeah, they ended could up could have won losing. that game. They're playing good. I mean, I think he's definitely brought a lot of diff- like good culture to that program, and I think it's just of developing guys as they come through and stuff but i've seen they they've won last week or this week and uh i think it's just they needed to clean up some stuff but they they got good bones over there they got good guys
0: if you were planning the family vacation where would you go
2: oh family vacation oh man i think I like going to Denver, like Colorado, like just like in the summer too, because it's good weather and you can go to like a Rockies game yeah. and just hang out. Downtown Denver is pretty sweet.
0: You like going into like Rocky Mountain National Park?
2: Yeah, that's good stuff. Like Estes Park up in yeah, Estes De- Park, yeah, that's great. Where You can see elk and stuff on the street. That's pretty cool. I like that.
0: You ever done Yellowstone?
2: I have not done Yellowstone, which is surprising.
0: <laughs> well, I mean, it's very. I mean, it's it's similar. I mean, you got more you have know, buffalo and stuff up yeah. there, but yeah, I mean, Estes Park is neat. You know, elk just walking around and. You know, you get all kinds of other different wildlife that's, up that's in Rocky It's like Mountain.
2: similar to the home, like South Lake Tahoe. You just see beer, bears in your backyard. They, they'll hop on the fence. We have a bird feeder up on our second deck back there, so they used to just come up and ravage it and stuff.
0: Best part about Lake Tahoe? Best part about Lake Tahoe? Is just the lake?
2: Definitely the summer of the lake, going out on a boat in the lake when it's like 80 degrees, and it's just perfect.
0: What's a day like out there? Like, I mean, like, is this like you're getting up at 6 or 7? Are you are you more of a get out there around noon? Like oh,
2: I'm I'm get up like get up early, get all your stuff ready. If you're if it's summer, like you got to get up early and go and get all your stuff and then get on the boat by like nine ten ish, just so you can. If, especially if you're gonna like wake surf or something, just because once everybody gets out there, it gets kind of choppy. But if you get out early enough, it's like glass out there. It's nice.
0: Big big ski guy. I'm
2: not a big ski guy. No no, no winter sports for me. Too too much impact. <laughs> Seen too many. I've had. Cause we had an Alpine ski team and stuff at my high school. I've seen too many guys that I played football with just collarbones and stuff out. Dunzo.
0: How different do you look now from when you were in high school?
2: Oh, significantly different. Um I finally could grow. Have up you ever
0: run into a girl or a boy that you went to high school with, and they're like, Galen?
2: Oh, yeah. oh yeah. I mean, they've. I think they've all kept up with me, so they kind of know what I look like. But they go, Oh my goodness, you're you're huge, because I was. All my stuff, I said I was 225 in high school, but I was probably 210, <laughs> like 6'4", six, six, 210, so skinny, and uh, I definitely, I think I hit puberty a little bit late in college, because I could finally grow facial hair by the time I was a junior, but pretty clean face for the rest of it, yeah.
0: And now that's what you, you keep all the time?
2: Yeah. Uh, it, it changes up from season to season it feels like jacob got me to do the mustache in the spring and that that got a little gross and my girlfriend was not a fan of that one she likes it if i got a little bit of scruff but she can't do the full beard so she kind of predicts like she's kind of the one that takes what it goes I was like to. brew
0: I, you know i said i said man what's up with this clean shaven he goes, i do that just begin every year and then it gradually grows back um jacob does have the mustache game going strong right now yeah, yeah.
2: he's it's it, but it's like jacob shaves and by five o'clock he's got his beard back <laughs> damn near so it's crazy
0: <laughs> he's got the Clark Kent glasses yeah. on too.
2: <laughs> that's his he's got the look man that's that's facial hair is his look man I I kind of look a little creepy with it I think sometimes but <laughs> <laughs>
0: have you have you kind of thought about what it'll be like get your first touchdown kneeling that type of thing
2: oh I'm excited I'm I Jacob's trying to get me to do the stanky leg too if like his touchdown celebration I was like I think I'm a little bit more vanilla but we'll see if I'm feeling it in the moment My, might break something out <laughs> <laughs> are, are you a talker out there no I don't say anything during the game so um, you're mute yep no no talking Jacob talks a little bit I, that would surprise me because he doesn't say anything during camp and all that and then we got out there and he he put someone on the ground and he was you could just see him from the sideline going at
0: him who's the most surprising player in terms of that like whether it's someone who you thought would be a talker and doesn't talk at all, or someone who you didn't think would talk at all—that's a talker. That's not named Jacob.
2: Uh, I mean, I didn't—I didn't hear like John Campbell talks a lot in practice, and then I didn't hear him in the game. But I'm assuming when he drove that guy to the the tunnel, he was telling, <laughs> give him the business a little
0: bit. Well, everybody said that last year with Elijah Herring, like he was like this mild mannered kid, and then all of a sudden he got between the white oh, lines on gets, Saturday, yeah, and he, he was just—he was like yeah just like a totally different dude yeah
2: you see that on scrimmage day with him he'll, he'll just he, if he got you he'll let you know it and stuff and it's like he's a good competitor and you can tell that's why he likes to talk out
0: biggest thing you have learned from coach Hypel since you've been here
2: just to let stuff go that, I think that was my biggest problem when I first got here with the offense was I wanted to be perfect right away and like you know with that kind of tempo you're not gonna be perfect every play and so I kind of let, let stuff linger and then like He's just like you gotta just let it go and relax. Like he's like the next play is the one that's gonna hit, and I think that's the best thing I've got. Like I've improved since I got here is just letting stuff fall right off the shoulders and just keep playing.
0: How much have you changed?
2: Oh, drastically. I I'm like notorious. My even my mom will tell you I beat myself up over the littlest things. So to like I missed a couple blocks in the game against Virginia and just right to the sideline ready to go. So.
0: All this ends at the end of the year, and then you're off to the NFL draft, and hopefully it uh, begins again with a new football career. Yes, sir. If you had a perfect team to draft you, who would it be? I mean, I know you don't really care; you just want to play. But if if you got to pick,
2: uh, well, obviously would it would like, be the Broncos. The, no, I don't want the to Chiefs. Play at my high. The Chiefs would be awesome.
0: Go learn under or yeah, under well,
2: Kelsey. Staying in t- in Tennessee, playing for the Titans would be awesome.
0: Same. What do you think of that turf?
2: i didn't mind it because I, I played like all of our scs games are mostly turf because it's like everybody's can't really maintain a feel like that sure I, like the best part about it was you could significantly feel like on a day like that if you're playing on the black rubber turf you feel like your cleats are gonna melt off your feet mm-hmm. that wasn't too bad like you you could feel a little bit of the heat but it wasn't nearly as bad like it didn't feel like you're on a microwave
0: i feel you it was they put that coconut stuff yeah. in there and it It was funny after the game. You know, they turn the sprinklers on and it's they're watering and it's like they're watering a turf field. Uh, They they have to because the coconut stuff has to have so much coconut coconut husk. I guess has to have so much water so often to maintain something. Something. Yeah, I saw that
2: tweet and I was like, I don't, I don't, never seen turf get watered down like that unless someone throws up on it. But.
0: eleven, where's Jeremiah Crawford at against Alabama? Did you watch that highlights? Oh,
2: I've seen that so many times. It's that's like crazy. Like when you when I met him, and I was like, I've seen your, the video of you just I've throwing up. You, you're you're him. <laughs> Even my girlfriend was like, Oh, that's like she saw him the other day, and she's like, That's him. That's the dude. And I was like, Yeah. <laughs> I was like, That's how you. That's how you really get under someone's skin. You throw up and show them what's up.
0: <laughs> Is this a place? I know you're. You, again, we've talked about your your time will be short here, but, like, is this a place you've been here long enough to where you're like, you know, no matter what happens, I will, I will come back here. Like, oh,
2: I, I already told my girlfriend, I said, I think it's done deal that I'll be somewhere around this area because I love it out here. I mean, I haven't had a bad day here since I got here. Love it.
0: No bad days for McAllen Castles. He's hoping there's no bad games going down the stretch of this season. We're just getting started here on Vault Club Confidential. Many, many more episodes, many quality guests to come. Callum, we appreciate you, my man. Sir. Sure.